choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kells. Thanks for asking. Episode 213. Um, I'm back. It's a little late. I apologize. Um... You know, as I've said, on and off here, I'm really trying to do this entertainment law thing. I'm really trying, like, that's what I went to law school with. I've been, like, not doing what I want to do, not doing what I have interest in, not doing what I'm excited about. So I'm really trying to put the gas on it. And it requires me to do a lot of, um, have a lot of meetings and do a lot of things and um, make a lot of connections. So I had to uh, do that this week. And so my bad. Um, Actually, the the holiday is what threw me off because I usually do these things and I plan around, um, recording, but because I don't know that Monday, it just felt like Sunday. I I was a day off. So what I actually thought I had planned for Thursday, I had planned for Wednesday. So my bad. And I didn't realize it till Wednesday. So, (laughs) um, my bad, but, um, yeah, y'all pray for me. You know, I'm listen, I'm trying to do my entertainment law thing. I'm, I'm connecting and looking and moving and, buy, you know, buying websites and and all kind of stuff and, you know, interviewing and meeting and all of this. So y'all pray for your girl because it's, it's, it's time. I'm like, I'm just tired of, tired of not liking what I do every day. All right, let's go. Um, what I say? Oh, this episode two one thirteen. So the yours and negritude is going out to Serena Williams for making it to a, another, um, U.S. Open Finals, um, and I believe uh, all of the younger uh, girls, for the most part, or you know, the ones at the top, are out. She has to play some. Uh, I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Some other girl. So hopefully, this girl is not sixteen or seventeen, and and Serena will be able to, um, you know, pull it out. I mean, it's not Osaka. It's not you know the faster, more athletic ones that, you know, draw Serena all the way out, so, you know, hopefully she'll, she'll go ahead and, and pull this, um, U.S. Open out, and that'll be her, her 24th, so, um, you know, yours are negative, she's still out there pounding them out, even with, you know, that's why I say y'all be being too hard on her, when she loses matches or has bad matches, like, it's gonna happen, but, like, you know, she's older now, she's not gonna bang them all out, but she's still, she's still building up to the ones she wants and she needs, so, like, you know, stop, Stop dragging because she don't really, you know, she not, she don't play every single match perfect. It's going to happen, you know, and she just had a kid, and she's still coming back from that, and she just, she lost just a tiny bit of a step. It just happens. Like, just stop being so hard on her. Look at it. She's back in the U.S. Open Finals. Like, you know, it, leave her leave her alone. Um, so, moving on, Hurricane Dorian came through, and it's still moving, but it sat over, um, due to global warming, it sat over the Bahamas for, I think, like, two days as a Category 5, which, I've never been in a hurricane, to quote, well, a long time ago, back in the 80s, because, you know, up where we are, hurricanes need warm air, and by the time they get, I think it's like above... I think they don't typically go as hurricanes too far north of North Carolina because the cold, the air is too cold and it just 
uh, dissipates out and they turn into like tropical storms or just a lot of rain. But um, I've never been in a hurricane, hurricane, but I do remember one way back. It was one year in the eighties when we had like a record breaking snowstorm and it was a, and it was a actual hurricane that it was a hurricane that made it up all the way up to Jersey. It was a category three. I remember, I don't remember the name of it, but I, I remember the hurricane because it was on the news and you know, the weatherman was outside like a dumbass getting blown all around. Like we never like, why do y'all do that? Y'all really can just stand at the window and you know, we see, and we all see the rain. Um, but I've never been in a, in a hurricane at all. And I can't, category five is the worst one. Only, I mean, we saw Katrina, but I think Katrina, when it hit land, was a three. The, most of the damage done by Katrina was for uh, the levees breaking for flooding. Um, but category five is the worst one. I've never been in a hurricane. I have no idea. That category three that came up Jersey, I mean, it was a lot of wind and it was a lot of rain. I remember I was, you know, I don't know what year, 84, 83, 84. It was, it was, it was in the eighties. I was in like grade school still. And I remember it because, um, our house, our, our house has a detached garage, but the garage is like there. Our house is here. There's, there's a front yard, there's a house and then there's a backyard and the garage is on the end of the backyard, but the house is on the corner and it was like, you one of those houses where the the side is actually the front of so the side of our house our house went back along the street we lived on but the front was the skinny part so the the, the longer part of the house is the side of the house and that's what the garage is on so it was basically from the corner like halfway up the block was was our property to this driveway and so because it was so windy my um dad wanted to make sure that uh, there's trees and everything, you know, around the garage and stuff, and he just wanted to make sure that, you know, whatever he could pull out that might fly through, you know, somebody's window, or what, he didn't want to get sued, you know, oh, your tree branch fell off, you know, flew through the window, whatever, so he wanted to make sure, like, if it was any loose loose branches or, you know, anything, so we, we went back there, and all we did was walk through, um, we didn't walk through the backyard, because, again, the trees, we walked down the steps to the sidewalk, and walked down the sidewalk down, down to the, uh, garage, and the wind, I just remember the wind, and we were like inland, like we not, Philadelphia is, you got all of New Jersey between, well there's a river, but you got all of New Jersey between us, all of South Jersey between us and the actual Atlantic Ocean so it's not like we was on the shore we do get it from the um the Delaware River a little bit, but the wind, I just remember the wind like, you know, the, it, like, like again, you see the weathermen in the movies pushing against the wind that's um that's how it was, and I was like, damn, and that was, I think that was only, like, Category 3, so Category 5, I can't imagine, but it sat over the island for a very long time, people were, it just looked really bad, I mean, people were, like, filming what they could, because they basically were trapped in their houses, and you could see some of them, they'd start on the first floor, and then they'd be showing the water, like, lapping up against the windows, like a, like a cruise ship, and they're like, yeah, I'm on my, I'm in my attic, and the water would be, like, lapping up, like, the water was high, and so I knew that was going to be a bad one because they said that, you know, the power was down. A lot of people that weren't, did happen to film, was like, look, you know, please, this, we praying here, please pray for us. I don't know if we're going to make it. And and we don't know if they made it because so far they said, um, th- so it moved off now. There's pictures of the islands, complete devastation. I mean, the thing looks like, if you ever seen an explode, when I first saw the video that the chopper went off, I was confused because I didn't understand, like, the water was up to the roof of the houses, so you saw house roofs, and I was like, 
is the roof, are the roofs off the water, off the house and floating in the water, and the water's not really that high, or is the water that high and it's to the roof, and it turns out it was actually both, the water was high to the roof, the roofs were off, somebody showed the airport, the runway, it just looked like the the, the East River, rolling through the runway, like that's how much water it was, and um, so far, they said the body toll is 43, but it's gonna be way more, because they said, you know, you can smell death, and it's just completely devastated, if you've seen pictures that the, the north, I think it's Abasco, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's completely devastated, um, there's nothing left, it's all just kindle and wreckage, and they say they think the body count is gonna be really high, because, you know, people were just in their houses, and it just came through and ripped, and it stayed, the thing is, it stayed for so long, usually a, a hurricane, you come through, you, you, you batten down, and then it passes, you get to the eye, and then it comes back on the other end, and it passes, but this thing just stood over it for, so, I mean, they didn't have a chance, a, a category five was just on them for a day and a half, for two days, so, you know, I, I, th- I think that's gonna be very, very bad, um, but, you know, there's more, co- I mean, that's global warming, that's, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't say about that, um, real quick, Snowfall is really good this season, the first season was decent, this season, they ramped it up a little bit, it's really good, um, I've heard comments, or I've read some stuff about, listen, millennials, look, we, y'all just under us, a lot of you, the older millennials, y'all remember, but some of you younger ones, y'all were born either at the peak of the drug era, and so by the time you became, you know, old enough to go to school was over, or you were born after, and y'all grew up in, you know, we, we, Gen X, we grew up in record crime rates, and, and drug addiction, and drug wars, y'all grew up in record lows, okay, you just don't know, you don't understand, and I, we understand, we all seen The Wire, we know in 2000 it was drug, we understand that, but you have no idea, the, the shit that was going on in 2000 was safe, in 2000, I, I was a lot of crimes, a lot of drugs, I never felt the stress, and the just foreboding and the just goddamn this shit is horrible that I did when I was a kid in 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91. Probably didn't really start tapering off. It started tapering off around 91. By 93, um, Bill Clinton had come in and they started changing the laws and stuff like that. And it, I don't know, like the economy got better and I don't know, maybe the price, I don't know what happened exactly, it's a combination of things that, that occurred, but it started tapering off, around 93, uh, well, I don't know, 93, by 90, let's put it like this, by 2000, it had tapered off, and it was not like it was when we were growing up, so as bad as y'all think it was, it, please, it was no, it's nowhere near, and so I keep reading these articles written by millennials, oh, you know, you, you just, if you weren't, a ma- okay, imagine somebody our age or somebody that was like 20 years old in 1980 or even 30 years old in 1980 writing about you know a show that came on a show about America during Vietnam right the 1965 or something like that who would who would allow that who would allow somebody who would allow somebody like me who you know my my parents generation was a Vietnam generation who in 19, I don't know, 91 would allow me to watch a show about that era and, and write on it I, I would have no idea, so I would say stupid shit like 
oh, you know, this is just a bunch of hippie nonsense, and this doesn't really, you know, resonate with, of course it doesn't, so, when you guys are writing about, like, I saw um, a, re- a review of the Wu-Tang uh, thing on Hulu, it's the same thing, oh, this is just like The Wire, it's not just like The Wire, The Wire was a show about real things, okay, Snowfall is a show about a real thing that happened, of course it's dramatized, and of course it's TV, but the crack epidemic, and what the CIA did, it's all documented, you can Google it, you can look it up, they used Freeway Ricky Ross to introduce crack into the, and weapons into South Central Los Angeles, and they funneled the money from that to, um, the, through, um, sold weapons to Iran, in exchange for drugs, they got the drug, it, it was a the Iran-Contra scandal, look it up, it's complicated, but the long story short is, they use the money that they uh, generated through these um, illegal things against Congress's permission to fund the Contras uh, anti-communists in uh, Central America, El Salvador, I believe it was, or maybe all Central America, I don't know, and that's what Snowfall is about, and so I'm reading you know, these reviews and these takes from millennials who have no idea what you're talking about, about how it's like the wire and it's cliched, it is not cliched, if you were around during that time, that is how it was, that story about that girl on crack, that is accurate, that is exactly what happened, people would smoke rock one day, and, and, and next thing you know, they was whole crackheads, because that drug was very addictive, because the, the way it worked, is you got an instant high, off one, it was very cheap, you got it. I don't even know, I back then, I don't know, I, I think you can get like a bundle of crack for two, I don't really know crack prices, I know it was cheap, like cocaine was really expensive, you had a lot of money, you know, crack rocks, I think you, you know, I think $10 you can get, I don't know, I don't know how they sell it, how they sold it, but I know it was cheap, and so it was cheap, and so more people could get it, and they would, and they would blaze up, and it's, a, it's an intense, fast high, so they get high, but it doesn't last long, so they go back, and they just keep going back, trying to get the high, trying, and that's how they turn out, and turn into crackheads, and it's exactly like that girl did, you smoke it, they smoke it one time, that's why when I was joking before, I was like, all this, all these drugs y'all use, these kids use nowadays, it's crazy to us that grew up during that time, because like, I didn't even want to smoke weed, because I was like, I don't know, this, y'all say this weed, but this might be crack weed, there might be some crack in it, I don't know, it might have been next to crack, because literally, you smoked crack one time, and you was a crackhead, full out, so, it's very realistic show, and it's very, that's how it was, like how the, the violence, the drug crews, the territory, that's just how it was, um, so it's, it's a good show, the, uh, second season is, is a lot more popping than the first, the, the first was popping too, but this one is, They've, they've made some adjustments and changed some characters around, and it's really good. Um, also, really quick, It, I'm actually going to see it later tonight, part two, I've been waiting for forever, it looks fucking awesome, it looks super scary, it's coming out tonight, I'm going to see it, I tried to go, I'm going to see it on the IMAX, because I just am... And one thing I do like about IMAX theater, though, you don't got to worry about the seats, because in, anywhere you sit in the theater, the, the screen is ginormous, and it's like, going to be the same regardless, so... Um, that's another reason I wanted to see on IMAX, um, so I'm gonna let y'all know how that goes. Uh, so what I want to hit next, another one real quick, and not real quick because, you know, just real quick, uh, you know, the other, they had another shooting recently, um, in Texas, and I mean, I don't know, what can you say, they, they had, a, they, the, the stories are coming out now that actually, dude got fired from his job, and he told his job that he was gonna, 
uh, or I don't know if he told his job, but his job, whatever happened at the job, they were alarmed to the point where they called the police and reported him. And I think they said somebody else reported him. Maybe he might have even called and said he was the. The story came out that there were several calls about this guy. Um, but I don't know if you can fault the police all the way because the police said, yeah, we got it, but we, you know, the guy basically was on the run, like he was mobile. It's not like he was in one place, so we couldn't catch up with him. We didn't really feel, you know, catch him until he started shooting. And then, you know, he was running, running around. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Another shooting. Um, what I want to go to next. So this is, this is, y'all know I don't like to discuss politics on here, and I try to stay away from politics. And I, I mean, this is kind of politics. It's not about Trump, in other words. But, um, you know, I, I keep saying that this should be an easy election. If we don't, if we, if we can get a curtain, this is a big if, granted, because, you know, from what we can tell, none of it is being addressed. But if we can get a handle on the voter suppression, if we can get a handle on the Russian interference, and if everybody can just do their fucking part and stop being dumbasses, we really should be able to landslide this motherfucker out of office. But I am worried for several reasons, all of which I just said, and because I really just see people going 100 miles an hour on the same stupidity that they were doing in 2016. And what I'm talking about, now listen, y'all know, I have come on here before and I said, Kamala Harris is my candidate, I think Kamala Harris is bold, I think that she can beat Trump, I think that she is the one opponent of all of them who Trump will not be able to do anything with because all the little Caucasian tricks that he throws at Biden and Warren is just not going to work with her and the optics are going to just be terrible because he's going to pull out the racist tropes and the racist comments, you know he will and I just think that she is best positioned to beat him okay, and I and um, I don't think that I, I, I like Liz Warren but I don't see, again, I don't think she's presidential, which doesn't mean anything about competence. It's just, she just doesn't give me leader. She gives me a diligent worker and, and planner and strategizer and the person that gets, she gives me the, you know, the chief of staff, the person who you, you, you give the marching orders to and she goes and gets it done and comes back and says, here you go. That's what she gives me. That's not a president. And a lot of what being a president is, is being able to influence and cajole and, and do a lot of the shit that y'all, y'all call people sellouts for, but that's what, that's what it is. And, and nobody does that better than Kamala Harris and maybe Joe Biden. Um, and so I've said, I don't have to say my, my, I, I'm, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I don't, I'm not convinced as I've said before, and as many are starting to say now, I, well, I, I don't, not even convinced I don't think it's the fact that he's the only one who could beat Trump, I honestly think if everybody would get their head out of their ass, any one of them could beat Trump, because any one of them are better than Trump, and, and, and Trump is it's just the fucking worst, right um, but what I'm really what I'm seeing, and I was thinking that, you know, I am keep waiting it's still early, kinda and I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, at some point people are gonna get their shit together and stop being stupid but I keep seeing these, these you gotta stop I, I realize that there are a million Democrats in the race still, but the, the main ones that people are probably gonna look at are gonna be between Warren, Biden, Harris. I'm not adding Sanders because I don't. I think I don't think Sanders is going anywhere. Um, I'm not adding Booker. I mean, 
I don't know, Corey might, it's a long, it's a long way to go, there's plenty of time for people to surge, plenty of time for people to fall flat, I think some people are peaking too early, I think some people are peaking right on time, there's always some late peaker, so you never know, so I mean, I'm not writing Corey off, but I'm saying right now, I don't see it for him, Julian Castro, I, I like Julian Castro, um, but I, I put him in the same, I don't know, we'll see, again, we'll put him in the same batch as Corey's, we'll see, Beto, I would have rolled off a little bit ago, but I think he's having a bit of a surge since this gun uh, shooting thing, and actually, you know, I've said all along that I think Harris and, and um, Castro are the winning ticket, because you get out, what the Dems need everybody, the whole demographic to come, I need the same people that came out for Obama, which is basically young, old, people of color to come out, right, and I think that with Harris being, you know, a black woman, you get that, which is the majority of Democratic parties, so you get a full strong base, and then whoever else wants to join us, uh, whichever part of, you know, white women, and maybe something, I've, um, like I said, she doesn't have to peel off the whole 53%, but if she can get 1%, 2% of that 53%, that would be all she needs, um, and, and Castro would get the Latino vote, which is huge, which I've said before, I think was one, you know, Hillary's, if, if Hillary made, Hillary made some misstate, missteps, but if she made a, a, a huge mistake, I think that that was it, I think that not going with a minority, be it Cory Booker or, or Castro, going with I don't even remember that guy's name, with Tim Kaine, I think that was a mistake, um, because nobody was, you got, listen, people, us, people of color, we're tired of this, and this is another reason why I don't think it's gonna be Biden and Warren, like this, if this all white ticket, we're tired of it, we've already had Obama, we see what's possible, we see what that kind of leadership was like, we're out here, we're in the population, we're tired of just y'all telling us, well, if we, nobody, if it's not an old wife, not white people, well, we can't win, you gotta get those swing voters, we're tired of that shit, ain't no swing voters, we just, we just swing, and we want, and we tired of y'all just putting white people in front of us, so that is not gonna work, it's gonna have to be some kind of, uh, meshing of, of something, and, but, um, you know, Beto, I, I, as a vice president, as a president, I do not see it for him, I don't at all, and I honestly I wish him and some others who are very good, but not presidential, like go back and win the Senate in your state that is what we need, but I will say Beto, that's why I said you can't count nobody out because he's had another bit of a surge, because you know, he's doing the, the gun, he, he's a frank, he's, he speaks directly, you know I think the cussing now is getting to be a bit of a gimmick, but I don't think it was a gimmick when he first said it. I think he, I think it was an honest, authentic reaction, and I think it was understandable. And I think it's very relatable because I think people are tired of these fucking Nancy Pelosi, you know, high, pie in the sky. What the fuck are you doing? You know, can't shift out of 1997 gear. People are tired of that. People want to see real people. People want to see people who are are relating to what they're saying. You know, who who are really like get it. And um, so. I think that it could be Harris and Beto as well, like, I think Beto could, could, what it can't be, it can't be, Bi- it can't be two white people, okay, it can't, it can't be Biden and Warren, it can't be Warren and Beto, it can't be Sanders and Warren, it can't be Sanders and Warren either, because they'll get fucking killed, listen, I like Elizabeth Warren, but I, you know, these early caucuses and these New England, these are all in their bread and butter states, but when you start going through the South and the Midwest and these other places, like, I get it, you know, she's very popular, but popularity as we see is not the same thing as votes, people will say that they like you and you're popular, and they'll go in and not vote for you, and I just don't, I think a lot of this, these, these policies, she, here's the thing, 
You can have all the policies in the world. If you can't, we see what happened with Obama. If you don't know how to deal with the Senate, that's and if it's still going to be Republican, you don't know how to deal with it. Your policies don't matter, okay? So what you need is somebody who can who can who is a bully. We saw Obama wait eight years to realize what he had to do. We need somebody who can come in and figure and know that from the gate and not be intimidated, and also somebody who knows how to play that game. And I think. McConnell, need, there's a lot of people that need to be moved around. Moscow, Mitch, and all these people. And I just think, I think Elizabeth Warren is like again, she's great on plans, she has policies, but I don't, she don't have, I don't see that, I don't see the bully that we need. Trump is a bully, and the only way you knock a bully out is to knock a bully out. And I, and and as much as y'all want to joke about Kamala and all that, she's a prospect. What she is is a fighter. What she is is a person who comes in and knocks out bullies, that's what prosecutors do that's what attorney generals do so, but you know I, again, I don't care who it is, I'm, I'm voting for even if it's Biden, I'm voting for him but what what I said all that to say is these uh, uh, these counterproductive attacks, and it's, it's, all, it's always from the liberals the same Sanders Warren contingent, y'all are getting on my nerves because it's like, look, if you like Sanders, if you like Warren retweet their policies, amplify them, go wherever they're going to speak at and vote for them. Stop targeting the other Democratic candidates. You're a fucking fool. You're doing the other side's work for them. Stop there. Every Democrat on that panel, except for like, you know, Marianne Winston or some of these crackpots, is, is a better candidate than Trump. Whoever it is, be it Biden, be it Warren, be it Castro, be it Corey, be it Harris, be it, um... Beto, they are all better options than what we have right now okay, so stop with your calling people sellouts and calling people cops and and on and these things with Biden, man if y'all would have fact checked Trump, the way y'all fucking be up Joe's ass for every little thing he said, now look, I get on here and drag Joe cause I think Joe is, has no plan I think Joe is just up there running for president, and I think, you know, part of that is these things, these stupid things that he says, I told you, like, he's up there talking about marching with RFK to a bunch of 20 year olds like, dude, what are you talking about? All the shit that they have between now and then, yes, I have I'm, I have dragged Joe Biden but to, 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 I don't like the way the press is, oh, Joe Biden said that, um what was it, he said that he was present for something, he actually wasn't, like, implicating that he's lying, like, the man, he's just telling, he, he told, they said he told a story, it said he was somewhere, and it ended up he couldn't have been there, Joe is an old dude, everybody knows Joe Biden, Joe Biden is that dude, he's that old white dude that tells the stories, he tells them so many times, he changes, he embellishes, that's just what he does, that's, he's not, he's not telling willful lies, and I can't stand the way everything he says is being, um, you know, autopsy, as if, and, but, but Donald, Donald Trump is still out here saying whatever, and ain't nobody got nothing to say, he out here declaring himself Jesus Christ, and drawing goddamn Sharpie on, on the map, talking about the, the hurricane is going to Hawaii, instead of fucking where it's going, and, and, and everybody, it's just people just reporting on it like it's okay, but Joe said he had coffee with, you know, I don't know, Fidel Castro in 1957, oh, well, Fidel Castro been dead since 1955, therefore, that is a, like, what do, what, what are y'all doing? Like, Joe Biden is, is former vice president, he served in Congress for a long time, like, there are a lot of things to attack Joe Biden for, but, like, this, this constant quote fingers fact checking like you doing like the, 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 yo the press y'all are failing miserably because like what are you doing like you you trying to like you check me Joe Biden like Joe Biden is not out here telling crazy lies 
Like, he's just telling stories. He's an old dude. Like, this is false equivalence in two sides. It's like they, it's like they got, they got you. The same thing they did to Hillary. Everything Hillary said was a gotcha, or this or that. But Trump just out here telling wild, crazy lies, and they just printing it like it's okay. Stop attack! I don't care who it is. I don't care what dem it is. They are better than this. If you vote for your person, I'm voting for Kamala Harris until she's not an option anymore, and then I'll vote for whoever probably it is. I mean, right now, listen, it's still a case where Joe Biden, until until we really start getting the nitty gritty and seeing what occurs. Right now, it's looking like the person. If it's going to be anybody else with Joe Biden, it's going to be the person that taps into his his base, and the only person I see that can really tap into Joe's base is Kamala, because Joe's base is not that super left-wing liberal, whoever's voting for for Sanders, Sanders and Warren are, because we all know Bernie Sanders is an egomaniac, and he will not drop out, so it's not like he's ever going to have the grace to say, you know what, it's not looking like I'm going to make it, so let me drop out, he's not going to do that, he's going to keep running, and all it's going to do is pull votes from Elizabeth Warren, so that, I don't see it for her, because at some point, her and Bernie, they have the same voters, that's the same people, they're going to split that left-wing vote, that shit is not universal y'all, I don't care what y'all do on Twitter I don't care what y'all little super uh, liberal echo chambers on Twitter say, the, the majority of the country is not with all of that super, They whether they should be or not is another issue, I'm telling you that they not okay, these motherfuckers still they're, they're just not, they're just not there and and Bernie will stay in the race until he c- cannot and, and, and all his little fucking bitter ass voters will probably do what they did last time, so I don't, I don't I, I don't see it for Warren, because Sanders is gonna take a lot of her votes, the only person that's gonna, y'all wanna call it moderate whatever you wanna call it that's really gonna, can, can really tap into Joe, is Kamala Harris because, again I don't care what your little liberal echo chambers on Twitter or wherever else tells you they're a, a, a democratic candidate who has um uh, liberal ish policies or just you know, not super right wing policies. Who was tough on crime? Who used to be who? Who? Who you can't? In other words, who you can't hit? You can't do the typical democratic liberal soft on crime crap that they do with. Oh, he's gonna let everybody get. You know, just the shit. Oh, they're letting you can't do that with Kamala Harris. Like, how you gonna do that? She's the fucking attorney general. How you gonna do that? They, you know, it, it's just not possible. So. Um, I think that she can go a long way, and I know she's a black woman, but I, I, I have a theory, and I and I and I, I think that it's right. First of all, we know Obama primed us for okay. Now we have a black president, so it's like we a lot of people only grew up under him, but not just him, but Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is very popular, and I think that she primed America to really like and get into a black woman and see a black woman in the White House and see a black woman in that position and see a black woman be, you know, the head of our country and representing us overseas and abroad, and I think that she paved the way for Kamala Harris to come on in because it's not such an oddity now. It's not such, oh, oh, what's gonna happen? They gonna have fried chicken on the front lawn? I don't know. Is she gonna be sassy? What's gonna happen? Now we see elegant and graceful. Now Kamala gonna have to up her her wardrobe. Now I'm not listen. Kamala is not you know she's not the fashion maven. We see she's you know she's very 
Yeah, very auntie style, she's an auntie she has very auntie style, but I just need to, to, to bump it up a notch, and I get it when you're on the road, and nobody got time for all that shit that Hillary had her one, you know I'm sure she had several blue suits, but I mean she had one look she stuck with, and I think Kamala does the same, I wish it wasn't that tan suit I hate it, I wish she could just get another, I don't know get a darker color, get a blue even like a tweed, I don't know, something I just, I hate it, I hate the, I hate the tan suit but whatever, um superficial shit, but I'm just saying, you know everybody likes a stylish woman, ever since Jackie O graced her with her presence we all, everybody likes a well dressed well put together woman, I'm just saying it wouldn't kill you um, but that's you know, that's all I want to say like, like, we the reason why Democrats can't win elections is because we're so stupid, cause we sabotage our own selves with this fucking pure bullshit, and it's funny to me because these liberals and these leftists, they swear they so woke, but it's like y'all sound just like Trump voters, Trump voters, oh well you know, I don't care that he's, st- he's killing me, I just want to vote for him cause he's killing everybody, and that's the same, well, I'm not voting for her she's a cop, it's like, if you don't get your candidate, and your little specific uh issues addressed, then you don't, you know, set the world on fire, because I didn't get my way, because I'm so super woke, and that's the same thing Trump voters are doing, and it's just funny to me that y'all think that y'all are so diametrically opposed to them, when y'all are the same people, and that's why I said Trump and Bernie Sanders are the same candidate, Bernie's on the left, Trump was on the right, same people, same candidates, but there's a whole country full of the rest of us out here who are tired, who are sick and fucking tired of this motherfucker and being embarrassed and all this fuck shit and all this bullshit and just and just being the fucking worst and just keep waiting for the next shoe to fall, it's like, it's, we tired of it, and we want that motherfucker out, and if y'all fuck another election up, y'all might get choked out right with the rest of them, I'm just letting y'all know right now, cause we have fucking fed them, we, we tired of them, but we knew what they are, we fed the fuck up with y'all, because y'all the ones that allowed this to happen, so, leave Joe alone, okay, Joe is a, a, a long-serving civil servant, I'm not voting for him, I think he's too fucking old, I think he's, I don't, think he's necessary, but he doesn't deserve to be getting this Trump treatment that he's getting and being treated like, you know, he's just some fucking bold-faced liar out here trying to fucking rip and tear the country apart and and do the shit that Trump's doing, like, stop doing that he's just an old dude report on Trump, okay, this motherfucker done put a goddamn highly classified uh, image that people have sacrificed and died and given their lives to be able to get that equipment and get that in there and get those images, you have no idea spy work the kind of shit people uh, risk to make something like that happen and this motherfucker puts it on TV like a fucking dummy, this is what happens when you vote for people who are fucking real estate sham moguls to run the government, stupid asses, ugh I want him out, I want him gone, and I read an article today saying that the, the Democrats gonna start, that better be true, y'all better be, because I swear to God, by hook or by crook, this motherfucker gotta go, and I'm gonna tell you what is gonna be the worst case scenario for Democrats, and Nancy Pelosi in particular, is if they don't impeach this dude, um, in the house, and, and we have an election and that motherfucker wins because of interference or whatever shenanigans and I'm sure are gonna come along, Nancy your, your, you, your name might as well be mud because all this him and the hall and the stand around and talking about we gonna vote for fair elections and vote him out and the same fuck shit happened when you could have fucking at least impeached him or at least had his crimes out there for the people to see and then you know hang that shit around the senate's neck and make them purposely vote to not uh, 
uh, impeached on obvious crimes, and that motherfucker's getting reelected, it's gonna be wraps for you, sis. I hope you know. I hope you know. I hope it don't get to that, but if it does, it's, it's gonna be bad. Um, I should've put this in the quick part. This stuff I don't care about. Nichols Minot has retired. Okay, next. Kevin Hart. Um, you know, in the same vein of, well, I, actually not in the same vein of Dave Chappelle, because I actually did used to like the Chappelle, Chappelle show, and like I said, at one time I thought Dave was a very, you know, genius, and, and I won't say genius, because we throw that word around too much, but very clever, cutting edge, um, thoughtful, you know, smart comic, right? Um, Kevin Hart, though, I've never felt that about, I'm not hating on Kevin, if y'all like it, I love it, I've never thought he was funny, I don't think he, I don't think his comedy is funny, I don't think he's funny, I, I've never gotten it, you know, I don't, I have nothing against him, but I've just never gotten it, but, um, LeBron James has a show called The Shop, I've, I've watched it one time, I've, honestly, I've, I've not, I just didn't find it very interesting, you know, it's a bunch of, uh, heterosexual men, sitting around, talking about things that are just not very, not of interest to me, I mean, you know, it's just kind of low ball, I won't say low brow, I mean, it's just just stuff that's not interesting, it's just ba- very ba- barbershop shit, which I guess some people are under impression are, is very deep, I just don't, I don't care, it's not very, all the things in the, going on in the world that you could be talking about, sitting around talking about the shit they be talking about, it's just not of interest to me, um, but you know, God bless, if somebody likes it, um, but they showed a clip where it was Kevin Hart and, uh, Kevin Love from the Cavs, and some dude, I don't know who he was, some Hispanic dude, and Lil Nas X on there, now, if you don't know, everybody knows who Lil Nas X, he has the number one song in the, um, country, Old Town Road, longest running number one song, Old Town Road, he's like 19 to 20, he's a young kid, and he, um, recently came out as gay, um, and so he's on there, and he's asked why he, first, again, it's a bunch of cishead dudes, not the brightest bulbs in the room, and they're basically asking him why he came out, and implying, you know, did he do it for publicity, because, you know, these people, they really believe in the gay agenda, they think that you come out as gay, and, you know, all of a sudden, your life is better, and you get all this money, and you get all this, uh, you know, exposure, and everybody just throws everything at you, and that's why people are so afraid to come out as gay, it's still stuffed in the closet, because it can ruin their careers, and people tell them dumb shit, like, well, how are you gonna play a straight woman if you're gay, I mean, how are you gonna do it, I don't understand, are you gonna relate to the people as an actor if you're gay, I mean cause we're gonna have you pay a mom, I don't know how you're gonna do that as an actor if you're gay I mean, you know, you're gonna act gay stupid shit so, you know, but for some reason niggas think that, you know, this is a publicity stunt and, you know, if you come out and gay, they just throw money at you and you just have the good life cause that's, you know in line with all facts, evidence and data, that's what they think, and so and so and again, he's the only gay one in the room, he's young, and they basically, in my opinion, I won't say, I won't say they were, well, Kevin was definitely bullying him, but I won't say they, but it just was, I didn't like the dynamic, right, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that, because again, it's, it's, it's a similar dynamic to where you put a black person in the room with a bunch of white people, well, what do you mean niggers offensive, why can't I say, you know, that type of thing, where it's like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to come here and explain 500 years of your fucking dumbass history to you, and explain to you why you're racist when, you know, it was that kind of dynamic, which I always hate, because get the fuck out of here, right, so, um, and, and so Nas, little, he, he's graciously 
going to answer the dumbass question. Here go, and we listen. Kevin Hart lost an Oscar gig because of of uh, a homophobic remark he made, and then actually he lost the gig because of the response to the homophobic mark he made, but whatever. I don't know, Kevin has an issue with gay people, I don't know what it is, I, I don't know what any of you straight people's issue with gay people are, I mean, I have an inkling, but I don't, you know, I don't want to argue, but it's like, I don't know why, you know, y'all can't just leave us the fuck alone. So, anyway, he, Nas X starts saying that, well, you know, he grew up with a lot of self-hate, and Kevin just interjected with this, why? What do you talk about? Basically, Kevin Hart gaslighted this dude, like, he doesn't know why particularly gay black males would not necessarily want to say they're gay or have self-hate about being gay as if, you know, the whole world doesn't hate gay people as if, you know, we're not right now with a president that's kicked trans people out the military and trying to trade trans rights away and if you think it's going to end there, you're crazy. Now they're trying to... uh, 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 take away the, the allow uh, government contractors to discriminate against gay people and uh, just the entire Christian, western Christian church is built on homophobia and misogyny and the hatred of gay people, we're a sin and you know, all of this bullshit and you know just the entire Western world is built on this shit, but but Kevin Hart had, and he and he again lost a gig for a homophobic joke, but doesn't understand why this young man is saying the things he's saying and felt the way he felt. You know, incredible to me because we under we all know that black you know there's black people who have self hate because they buy into the you know white supremacy and this message that's constantly. Uh, hit to them that they're inferior and that they're less than and you know in order to become civilized and cultured they must become more like the white people and they must walk this way and talk this way and no we can't go to the BET awards we have to go to the Grammys because that's the upstanding Caucasian award and that's the white people awards and we have to go there because the white people are so much better and they know everything they're so much smarter than us and my people don't do anything we just sit around and we're just lazy and we don't pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and that's the ride we don't have anything so I need to go over here you know, they understand that with, with black people, but, but when it comes to self-hatred on, 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 on behalf of gays, homophobia, be, well, I used to say homophobia being the only acceptable form of bigotry anymore, but I don't know, they done bought goddamn Jim Crow and, and white supremacy back like goddamn five heartbeats, they fucking Motown 25, they done bought this shit the fuck back, man, they done put some goddamn sequin jackets and, and white socks and lined this motherfucking bigotry old school Jim Crow shit up and that nigga, they on stage like new edition and shit, so I, you know I don't know, I can't, but I, I will say, um uh, homophobia and, and, and bigotry against homosexuals is, is still the only form of bigotry that is like sanctioned by the church and a lot of the state and you know you can still come on TV and then just out in public and say things where I don't agree with it and I don't agree with the lifestyle and not you know get kicked in your fucking face although you should or just be taken seriously like have people entertain you as if that's some kind of like rational position to have you sound like an idiot is it nobody agree you can't agree. a person is a fucking human being it's not something to fucking agree or disagree with, and, and who gives a fuck, who asked you, why do you think that your agreeance or non-agreeance fucking matters I promise you're gonna live and die and turn to dust and all your bum ass kids too, and ain't nobody ever gonna care what you thought about what somebody else did with their life cause they damn sure ain't gonna care about what you did with yours so your best, you, you, your best option is to just shut the fuck up, sit there, eat your food and mind your business, but anyway that's the topic for another day um 
you know, and he just gaslighted the kid, and it just was, I didn't like it for several reasons, because number one, like I said, you know, you putting, again, you putting this young, this is a, he's a kid, first of all, he's young, Kevin Hart is like 40, 40, I don't know how old he is, but he's, he's he's old, and they was all old niggas, and you got this 20 year old, 19 year old kid, and y'all in here basically badgering him, and acting like you don't know what the fuck he's talking about, when all three of y'all in here, know are the reason why he's saying what he's saying, and I just wish, no disrespect to Nas X, because he really didn't seem like he knew it was going to be that, and then he really didn't seem like he knew what, the, I will say though, he did, he did stick up for himself, he wasn't no punk, he was like, because when Kevin said that dumb shit, he was like, oh, well, if you was really from the hood, you would know what I'm talking about, and basically what he's saying is, nigga, shut up, because you know exactly what I'm talking about, because you from the same place I'm from, or you playing dumb, one or the other, which, fine, you know, he wasn't no Wilton Flower, but he mean, he kind of, he kind of read the room and was like, oh, I ain't fuck with these niggas, man, okay, I see what this about to be, they about to gas me up, they about to blow me up, I'm about to be, you know, we ain't doing that, so he just kind of didn't say too much after that, so, you know, good on him, I thought he did a good job with it, but, so that's just no shade on him, but I just wish they had a different gay in the room, I wish they would've had a Billy Porter in the room, because Billy Porter would've lit them niggas on fire, Dracarys, my nigga, because, you know, if you watch Pose, you know that he has uh, expressed his opinion on niggas like that and that kind of thinking before, and not just anybody, anybody just you know, just a little bit older, you know, more on their level, because again, Lil Nas X is 19, somebody, I think Billy Porter might even be older than them niggas, that could really just blaze them down, stop playing stupid, stop playing in my face, you know, Kevin Hart was just being, he was just being real dismissive, and just really bullying the kid, and I feel like somebody else in there, you know, would have been like, would have shut that shit, I mean, like, again, Nas, Nas chilled him out, but Lil Nas X chilled him out, but I, I would have, I wanted somebody to really be like, okay, you want to play, let's play, because you, you know, you, I see what you're trying to do, we not, we not doing that today, you know, you want to get loud, we can get loud, it's not, it's not a problem, we both can raise our voices, we both can be ignorant, we both can be dismissive, let's go, that's what I really wanted, but, um, you know, fuck Kevin Hart, honestly, I mean, I know he got in this accident or whatever, I got questions about that, because the whole thing was strange, and I, I suspect it was some kind of drunk driving or, or, or drugs involved, because I don't understand how, you know, you, you saw the car, the car was flipped, but you walked home separately from the other people in the car, and then waited several hours to call the amp, it's, it's, shenanigans afoot, shenanigans afoot I don't know what it is, I don't know what occurred but it ain't, it ain't, it, the story ain't make sense to me, um you know, but supposedly he's had all kind of back surgeries, he's gonna be alright, but it's gonna take a lot of rehab as back surgeries usually do you know, whatever I don't miss him no ill will, but again I've never been a fan, and I just don't understand why he can't mind his fucking business and leave the fucking, Charlemagne, that's the other nigga that was in there, and I don't understand why he can't mind his business and leave the fucking gays the fuck alone um moving on, the last thing that I want to talk about is yo, I'm tired of y'all coming for my girl Lizzo okay, Lizzo was on the VMAs and killed it, her album is is outstanding, I'm tired of y'all talking about she singing white music I don't know what kind of white music you listen to but them girls don't sing like that Lizzo has a church fucking voice it's too pop music, a newsflash for y'all, all music in America is derived from black music pop, country, blues, jazz, only thing that ain't is that shit the Mexicans listen to, I don't even know what that shit is called, but all, all music, all American music is derived from black music, okay, so it's no way she could be singing white music, because black music is pop music, it's popular music, okay, 
um, man named Michael Jackson came over and put y'all on, and it's been black music ever since, alright, um, so that's nonsense, but, so now the thing that they, that's been going around the twits and the tweeters and, and, and everything, is that, because Lizzo is a big, and actually, I don't think Lizzo's that big, Lizzo, she's a big girl, but she's not like, I don't think she's not like super huge. She's just not, you know, super skinny. She's not like model. Uh, she's her and Adele. I don't. Her and Adele are kind of the same. Like they're not. Although Adele looked like she done been in the gym, but I'm just saying they're not. If you saw either of them on the street, they look. There's a lot of women who have that shit. They're not like super overweight. You know what I mean? Like sloppy. Like, yeah, that's what. See, they're not. They're not sloppy overweight, right? Um. So now the, 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 the story is that she's performing confidence, you know, because Lizzo is out here, and she's like, yeah, I'm big and I'm beautiful and whatever, and, you know, she gave a really good interview, which addressed all you motherfuckers recently, I think it was in Vogue and Savage Fenty, shout out, where she said that, you know, this, this positivity and this self-image that she's putting out right now is, is, is sincere, number one, and it's very important to her. She's like, because it took me a long time to get to this point because, you know... Uh, the way we treat women and big women and, and women that are not, in, you know, that perfect size, I've, I didn't feel good about myself for a really long time, and it took me a lot of work to get here, and so now I'm really, um, you know, it's really important to me, and and I just want to say, you know, look, uh, you motherfuckers, like, first of all, first of all, let me start here, Lizzo may be big girl, but if you look at Lizzo's face, Lizzo is beautiful, okay, Lizzo has a very pretty face, she has that, you know, it's a joke going around, it's not really a joke though, it's true that a lot of black people have Indian in their family, and we do, because of all the mixing and stuff that happened after the Civil War, a lot of us do have Native, and, and even, not even before the Civil War too, a lot of us do have Native American blood, but Lizzo is one of those ones where you can see it in her face, and some certain black, they have those red skin undertones, their bone structure, you can see it in Lizzo's face, Lizzo is a beautiful big old real pretty girl, okay, um, it's, Lizzo is the type of chick that, you know, it's a lot of dudes I know that'll kick a Beyonce down the flight of stairs to get to Lizzo, and, you know, these girls, it's Azalea Stanks, who, whatever, I don't even give her the time of day, it's, you know, a lot, a, a lot of, a lot of women who, who, you know, they see a big, they, they, they not great looking themselves, or they have a low self-esteem, that's really what it is, they have a low self-esteem, and so they don't understand, a lot of women with low self-esteem, they don't understand, conf- they don't, when they see confidence in other people, it's like they're looking at an alien, because they don't know what they is, so because they do everything for somebody, for approval, or what are they thinking of me, oh my god, what are they going to say, they think everybody else does that too, oh, well she's fake confident, what, what, no, she's just confident, you don't know what that looks like, because you have self-esteem issues, okay, real naked, recognize real, okay, and, 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 and under that, it's it's this notion that she's a big girl, so she can't possibly be attractive. She's a big girl because she can't she can't possibly feel good about herself because a lot of you ugly bitches and you five and six and seven bitches, y'all see a fucking big girl and y'all think it's your time to shine because oh well, you know I know I look better than her because she's big. No girl, no, you're still ugly and you know she's big but she's pretty and she carries herself well and she dresses nice and her weave is laid and her nails are done and she always looks great and she has a nice personality and you still fucking skinny and ugly and don't nobody want you, okay, and that's why y'all keep coming for Lizzo, with all this stupid ass bullshit, she's fake confident, what the fuck is fake confident you know, uh, well, well Monique, cause she used to say skinny bitch and I hate skinny bitches, if everybody knew that that was, Im- that was insecurity, no, that's not again, 
real recognize real people who are really secure and comfortable with themselves they recognize it when they see it people who are not that they they overcompensate and they project onto other people uh, you know I hate skinny bitches no you don't hate you hate skinny bitches because you want to be skinny and rather than take the work that it takes to get skinny fix your diet work out do whatever you got to do you know you doing this fake positivity okay but that's obvious to people again who know the difference okay nothing is fake about Lizzo Lizzo is, first of all, Lizzo is extremely talented, okay, extremely and she can sing so, like we're, I'm just, I'm so we gotta get Trump out of here cause he has just taken every, he has just put the bar in the basement, and I'm just tired of you motherfuckers, look life is not fair, okay everybody is not insecure like you, everybody's not unsure like you, and you know what else, there are some women that are just pretty they just born pretty, they've been pretty all their lives, and they, and their level of, of, I don't know what the word is, their, their, their life experience is just different, okay, there are some people who didn't grow up pretty, but they late bloomers, and they pretty now, that's different, those women, they, they carry themselves a little differently, because they, a lot, not all of them, but a lot of them have a kind of a chip on their shoulder, you know, like, oh, when I was young, you ain't want me not, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, it's a thing, and I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with it, I get it, like, oh, you you know, now you ain't, when I, when, I'm the same person I was, but because, you know, I ain't look like big booty Lisa, you didn't want to talk to me, you know, I get it, but I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's a, it's a certain, uh, echelon, but women who are pretty, who were pretty when they were little, who were pretty in middle school, and who are pretty as adults, they have a different level of, of experiencing the world, it's just a fact, I don't know what to tell you, that's why all these girls are running out trying to get, the, they all getting this plastic surgery, everybody trying to look like Kim Kardashian or Beyonce or whatever, because they're trying to get that, but you still who you are underneath, that's still different than somebody who has been attracted their whole life, somebody who's been attracted their whole life, who's not, who has not, has not starved for male attention, men have always liked them, boys, men, whatever, and I know that's very specific, but I'm using I'm using it for this example, you could be gay whatever. It's, it, it works the same, I'm just using this because we're talking about Lizzo, although Lizzo is, identifies as LGBT, y'all know what I'm trying to say, anyway it's a different experience when you are, when you are used to being the center of attention, that's what I'm trying to say when you are used to attracting people, when you are used to people always being attracted to you when you are used to people always wanting to talk to you, you, it's different and it's not, some people get arrogant some people get ego, but I'm not even talking about that I'm just talking about the way you carry yourself, you don't, everybody has insecurities, and everybody has hang-ups, everybody, even the prettiest girl in school, I guarantee you she think her forehead too big, she think her fingers too long, I don't know, she think her ends is too split, whatever, everybody has an insecurity, right, but, <coughs> sorry, here we go, to dry air, um, it, it, it's, it's a different, it's a different, you have a different, um, makeup, so you don't, you're not, you're, you know, you don't have these, you don't have these, these, a lot of these hang-ups that, that people tend to have, because you're not, you're, you're, you're not trying, when you're in that position, you're not really trying to attract niggas, you're trying to, like, attract the, you might trying to be getting niggas out your face, you know what I'm saying, it's a different thing, you know what I mean, it's like, are you trying to, you trying to get all these niggas out your face, cause to, I'm interested in that one over there, you trying to get to what you interested in, to get over to grab what you want, and you, t- you trying to wade through all that, that's a different experience in life than, 
uh, you know, trying to work out and trying to let me get my hair done so that I can, I can, you know, I can attract, you know, Troy with the good fade and all, you know, I could get, you know, I could be fly. And now here come all the dudes. That's a different experience. And Lizzo is very pretty. So to say that she has a fake confidence because she's big, that let me know you ain't, they ain't never been that person that's attractive like that because you would know the difference. That's, that's, that's not what she's doing, and she said herself that she didn't feel good about herself, but she, when she puts her hair on, and she looks, she's a, she's a beautiful woman, don't nobody give a fuck about her being big, she is very pretty, okay, so she, I guarantee you, all, everything she's saying about not feeling good about herself is true, but I guarantee you, she had niggas in her face her entire life, because of how she looks, I guarantee you, so, y'all need to get off, um, Lizzo's bra strap, and leave her the hell alone, stop talking about her body size, if, you know, she hops, she runs around that stage like she playing in the NBA, she pulls out a flute, don't be out of breath, be blowing them notes, okay, y'all always want to try that body posse shit, first of all, um, you know, a lot of y'all, you know, y'all might be skinny, y'all might be in shape or whatever, but y'all smoke cigarettes, y'all fucking pounding cocaine, y'all drinking all kind of, you know, fatty, y'all just eating all kind of fatty foods, ain't got no vegetables in your diet, or you vegan, you eating all that processed vegan bullshit, a lot of that shit is processed, them soy burgers and that vegetarian soy and all that shit is all processed bullshit, that ain't good for you either, so, leave people the fuck alone, okay, I wish that's like, every if everybody would just mind their fucking business, and eat their food that's on their plate, and leave everybody the fuck alone, we can maybe like, get somewhere, but you motherfuckers just refuse, ah, damn, that's why your life's so fucking miserable, Skuh. um, yeah, that's, I think Lizzo is dope, I think her music is dope, I think her album is dope, um, I don't understand what y'all talking about with white music, but I know y'all, y'all, I guess, you know, y'all, everybody that comes out that's a hit, y'all, oh, it's sympathy and payola, you know, fucking nickels and shit, it's not, it's not, you know what it is, your, your favorite R&B singer, they singing about fucking depressing ass shit, they singing about this one, you don't want me, this one don't want me, I was drinking, and I, nobody want to hear that depressing ass shit, we've depressed all the time, because we got an asshole for president that's trying to blow up the world, niggas want to have fun, niggas want to be entertained, we don't want to hear that depressing ass bullshit, take your Xanax music on somewhere else, I'm tired of that shit, I'm talking to you rappers too, I'm talking that monotone, blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of that shit, I wanna be inner fucking tame, so give me some Lizzo's give me some Janelle Monet's, give me whatever Adele about to bring in December I would say give me Rihanna, but you know, I don't even know I'm, cry freedom, I don't even know what to do anymore, she's just giving us panty draws and, and makeup, I, I guess the album will come sooner or later, but you know you know what I'm saying, give me Taylor Swift give me entertainment, I want to be entertained, I want to see stars, I want to see glamour, I want to see, I want to hear good songs, I want to hear good production, I don't want to hear about you and your boyfriend breaking up, you're mad, I don't care about that shit, and, and that's why people like Cardi, and Lizzo, and, and all these, you know, um, the other, the city girls, and the other one y'all like, Normani, that's why people are drawn to them, because they doing fun again, they doing entertainment, Meg the Stallion, you know, fuck that nigga, take his money, let's go shopping, you know, that's, that's, that's what people want, people want them to, I'm so sick of this depressing, whack ass, to be honest, because a lot of this shit, like, is, is really missing AR, and missing A&R, and missing development, and missing a lot, because it's horrible, and I don't care what y'all say, and I don't care how many Grammys get nominated for, we all know that's a fucking politi- political game, this shit is not great, okay, I'm sick of it, 
I've been listening to Taylor Swift album almost nonstop because it's a great album. It is a pop masterpiece. Um, Adele's coming in December. Um, Lisa Carr's joint just came out, but she, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I like her voice, but her songs are, you know, a little pretend. I think she's like a little bit of pre- pretentious asshole. Um, that's the one that had the um, song here. Like, bitch, go home if you're that miserable. Um, what else? Who else? Uh, a rap, somebody rap just came out, but I can't recall. Uh, well, anyway, y'all know what I'm saying. I, I, I'm ready for, I'm ready, I want to be entertained, I don't want to listen to this depressing ass shit, so if Meg Thee Stallion want to rap about, um, tricking off on a nigga in Hot Girl Summer, I'm with it, if Cardi want to rap about whatever Cardi want to rap about, I'm with it, um, if, if, if whoever else coming out want to rap about whatever they coming out and sing about, if they got good music, they got production, they got bops, I want to hear it, I don't, I'm tired, this, this depressed, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, Rihanna, please, 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 whatever this dance hall album is gonna be, please, just someday soon, before we all die, you know, um, please, uh, yeah, so, oh, football season is back, um, I don't watch the preseason, I have not seen the Eagles yet in preseason, or play, period, um, I have to check when their first game is, again, I live in New York City, they got the worst football TV rights ever, but lucky for me, this dude on Instagram that streams every Eagles game, and God bless you, his name is I Am Bleed Green, um, uh, don't watch college, I keep telling y'all, you know, I'm a bandwagon college fan, like, whoever the best, <laughs> whoever the team that beat everybody, I like, so I'll be going with Alabama until, unless they lose, and then I, I, when I, I switched over to Clemson, no, what's the team that, Auburn, whatever, them SEC teams, they always be the best, whichever one is the best, that's my team, because I don't know shit about college, and I don't understand how y'all be caring about college teams at schools y'all ain't go to, I never understood it, but anyway, um, roll tide, because I think we probably still good, but I'll let y'all know what my team is, I need to look them up, and see their records and stuff, and figure out who's number one, and then that's gonna be my team, okay, and I'll go, I'll pick one in the other divisions too, in case the SEC, I think they said, somebody said Ohio State was supposed to be good, or Michigan, one of them, I don't know, I'm gonna figure it out, and then I'm gonna let y'all know my college teams, okay, whoever's the best, um, yeah, alright, so, um, again, that's thanks for asking, episode 213, sorry I'm late, um, listen, I, I can't, it might be some more like this again, like I said, I'm trying, I'm trying to transition, and anybody out there listening, yo, I'm trying to do entertainment law, I got specialty and background experience in music, y'all need a music lawyer, or know somebody leading a music lawyer, let me know, cause I got to get out of this fucking bank, I got to get, I got to get, I got to, I can't, I can't, we about to all get drowned in global warming, and I swear to God, I ain't going out doing this shit, okay, um, yeah, so, thanks for listening, um, rate me, like me, I see y'all on iTunes, you can hit me up at KMGZ anytime on Twitter, um, the podcast emails, thanks for asking, podcast at gmail.com, but it's easier just to hit me up at KMGZ on Twitter, um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, yes, those are all the outlets that I am currently available on, so you could get, oh, did I say SoundCloud? And SoundCloud, you can get me everywhere, um, and I see y'all out there listening and recommending and retweeting and I, I, y'all, I listen, I appreciate y'all, I, I, I'm, thank y'all for rocking with me, thank y'all for listening, um, and, you know, see y'all next week, peace. <laughs>